How much time till we're on? We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yeah, hello and welcome to it. A Thursday night edition of Sports Day. I mean, you already know that that it's Thursday. Uh, we've had a whole day so far. But it is Thursday night footy and a classic coming from the foot of the mountains later on tonight. You can catch that on SEN League. It's the Panthers versus the Eels, a sellout match. First time in history on a Thursday night. I find that unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Uh, Scotty Sattler, hello and welcome. And hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, SEN 1620 on the Goldie, SEN Track, SEN Fanatic, uh, those listening through uh, the SEN app and also those listening through uh, SEN Z. In New Zealand, if you want to be a part of the show. It's only a one-hour show tonight, so you better rip in and call me a flog early. Uh, I want to hear from someone in the Mm. South Island from... Tasmania. Invercargill. So you're you're overcompensating for our Kiwi listeners. What about us? What about the Aussies that are here? I wonder wonder if we've got any listeners in Tassie, my wife's home state. Have they got... We've got SCN down there. And, of course, Timmy Payne, plus people listening through the app. Have they got phones in Tasmania or not? Whoa. Okay. Just just asking for a friend. Wow. <laughs> My missile will get on to you for that. Uh, 0457 736 736 is our text number. Get involved anytime. For our Kiwi friends, 8833 is our text number. Love to hear from you as we get towards the finals with the Warriors. I mean, how good is this? If the Warriors go really deep into... 2023, mm-hmm. you'll have the All Blacks no doubt flogging everybody uh, on the world stage at the Rugby World Cup. Is it worth ringing anyone in New Zealand in September, October this year? I mean, fair income, those Warriors. <laughs> could you imagine a Warriors-Panthers grand final if that happens? <laughs> You've got the Master and the Apprentice coaching against each other. I know. I, yeah, we played a grand final qualifier in 2003 at the Stadium Australia, the Olympic Stadium, which is a core stadium now. And that's the week before the grand final on the Sunday. And the the owner at the time was a guy called by the name of Eric Watson. Yep. And he said anyone with a New Zealand passport can present it at the ticket office. I remember this. Free ticket. Yeah. I think there were 65,000 people. And Penrith fans are good travellers. Yeah. They were outnumbered three <laughs> to one that day. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. It was a promotion with Vodafone, I think, back then. It might then. have been, yeah. yeah. But... It, that would be insane. You know what? I'd, I would love to be – and they're going to host a, a final Regard, no matter what. Regardless. Minimum one. Yeah. I would love to be there. I would love to be there to see that live. And I've had it before, but mm. for some reason, something different. This this seems real, doesn't it? I think it's big from where they came from last year, 15th last year, the Warriors. Yeah. It's we've been all, a massive turnaround. We've all jumped on board. It's been, it's been exciting. And it's so good. I mean, they've got to be everyone's second favourite team at the moment because everything they went through over the last yeah, three yeah. years. Good things happen to good people. Absolutely. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our number. Uh, and and, and double eight double three is the text number for our New Zealand listeners. We'd love to hear from you. And what are your thoughts? Are you, are you starting to believe in your Warriors this year? Forget your All Blacks. You've got that sorted. I mean, it'll be an All Blacks-France, I'm assuming, World Cup final, right? Or Ireland. 
Yeah, possibly yeah. Ireland. It would be interesting to see what happens on oh, French, the French soil. Steve Hansen now, the former All Blacks coach. What actually doing it for free? Double eight, double three. If you are in New Zealand, what, <laughs> what do you make of that? Does well, that pee you off? He won't that... be allowed back in the country for a while. Wonder what's his motivation? I don't know. See, rats conspiracy theory. Of Matt course, Rogers. Et Matty Rogers. He thinks that. <laughs> he thinks that New Zealand Rugby League has embedded him into the Wallabies camp to give the intel. The way the Wallabies you mean New are Zealand playing, Rugby Union. Not yeah, rugby New Zealand League. Rugby Union. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, to get intel around the Wallabies and their preparation. Well, why would they want to learn from the Wallabies? <laughs> What what intelligence are the All Blacks going to get from the Wallabies? Well, at present, not a lot. But they may. You know what? I'm jumping on them. I, I think the Wallabies will will prove a lot of us wrong. Well, all us Aussies will be jumping on the Wallabies. Mm. It's a, an Australian team in a World Cup situation. You got to follow them. I don't hold much. No. I don't, I think is, we'll is struggle it, to make the quarters. Is it fair to say that a majority of Australians will only start jumping on if we make the final sixteen, the quarters? Uh, yeah, maybe, but I, I, it's going to be hard to make the quarters. Yeah. I'm not saying we're not going to do it, but it's going to be hard. I mean, people are just riding off Fiji. Don't underestimate Fiji in this World Cup. We're in their pool. So my question is, will they get, will there be, if they come fourth and they make the semis, here we go. will, will they get a statue at Suncorp? <laughs> Would you push for it, Sats? No, I shan't be. I mean, you pushed, you're one of the people who pushed for the Matildas. No, no, it wasn't. Evening, fellas. I'm texting from Invercargill. Well, this person spelt it wrong. How come the rat is a severe cat parabrasher and why isn't Brett Kenny an immortal? Derek from Invercargill. It's like Steve yeah. from Dubbo. Thanks, to me. Steve. Actually, Craig yeah. from Maitland's on the phone. He's very keen to talk to us nowadays, Craig. Craig. How are you, Craig? Yes, uh, good evening, uh, Scott and Jason. I just want to make mention of a fine act of, of sportsmanship or sportswomanship uh, between pole vaulters uh, Nina Kennedy and the American Katie Moon at the World uh, Athletics Championship over in Budapest, sharing the gold medal. Yeah, it was so, good. You know, Nina Kennedy said to Katie Moon, uh, you want to share, share the gold medal? And she said, yeah, I sort of, you know, try and do a, you know, go uh, over the bar and, uh, you know, try and get it. And I said, yeah, so... That, that, that's what, uh, you know, sports are all about. And maybe something that Latrell Mitchell could learn something from. Mate, I think they both reached 4 metres 95, didn't they, in the, in the, in, in the gold medal race. Yeah. And, and I think the next – it was going to be like a, a, a jump out. So you just keep jumping till yes. someone clears it. Yeah. And I think the, the, the idea of jumping 5 metres, they've just gone, let's share it. It is wonderful sportsmanship. I don't appreciate the dig at Latrell Mitchell, but have a lovely night, Craig. <laughs> it didn't go unnoticed, mate. <laughs> And if you ever mentioned Dave, do you want to say anything about Dave Wharton? No, I'll let you go. See you, mate. <laughs> Good stuff, Craig. Hey, we saw that. And that is it is a special moment. We saw it at the Tokyo Olympics, which it was in the high jump. And I remember it was an Italian jumper and a jumper from Qatar. And basically the judges came over and said, we've got two options. We can keep jumping off yep. or we can share the gold. And the Qatar contestant said, so we both get a gold medal. And he said yes. And the Italian jumper was so excited. There's really good footage of it on YouTube. So Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's, it's good to see. Some text messages flying in from across the ditch. Uh, Mike in Christchurch. It's the Wazza's year, boys. The, the, the Warriors versus Panthers. I'm booking my ticket. Mm. Yeah. And w- w- you want to read the next one? Uh, you don't want to hear from those... 
Polydactyl. Polydactyl inbred from Inver- Oh, you can't say that. Those extra Terry fingers scrub their text ability. Wow, so this happens in New Zealand as well, does it? So There's- is Invercargill like like our Tasmania, is it? Down I'm- around Gore and that area down well, there? Well, you're married to the, the, the Kiwi. You- the South Islander, yeah. So where, where Terry's texting from, Tiana, is like near Timaru. It's not far from where my wife is. Actually, my, our Auntie Carol. South Island. Yeah. Right. Our Auntie Carol lives in Timaru. You share an auntie? Well, I say she's auntie as well. Auntie Bald. Hello, for li- hello while you're listening. She listens each night. Mm. Hey, Pete from Bathurst says, normally follow any Australian team, but Eddie Jones has turned me away from the boys. Won't be watching. I love how he fights for his, his team in his country. I really do. What about that press conference? I loved it. But do you reckon he'd had a few on the Qantas Lounge? Because he looked a little dishevelled, and I loved it. What about? Um, I, I love the tie the, was wasn't. I love the question. I love the last question. <laughs> the Just, hat. What's the go with the Akubras? Oh mate, we're from effing Australia. <laughs> They're Australian, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and walks off and just belts them and says, worst, oh. worst media conference ever. Look, I'm not suggesting he would, it had a few, but his tie was astray and his eyes were red. Yeah. And I reckon he had a lot. I reckon he had some courage, Eddie, <laughs> and I loved it. You know what? There's got to be more press conferences from people in leadership roles like that. I mm. loved it. Yeah. You know what? And if you were thinking, oh, I don't want to support Eddie, I'm supporting him now because they there were a lot of stupid questions in that about all the negativity about Quade Cooper not being picked. Eddie can't make Quade Cooper pick up the phone, right? And I'm happy he's not in the squad. Mm. I think it's time we breed some new youngsters. And Sats, you've set this off the air, and I hope you don't mind me sharing it. I don't think it's this World Cup he's got in mind, and you don't have to be Einstein to work it out. I think it's the next one. I, I do too. And many people will say, no, no, we've got to try and – yeah, obviously they'll compete, and I think they'll be, I think they'll be better than what we're expecting. But in saying that, I, I think he's got a – because you know, he's picked such a young squad, I think he's got eyes for the next one. Uh, we've got one here from – tell us where you're texting from, whether it's Australia or New Zealand, ending in 724. Do you think that the NRL will let the Warriors host the final at Mount Smart as a way of thanking – for their sacrifice during COVID, sacrifice profit like the Warriors did. It's a good point you make, 724. Um, if they were to get finished first or second, they would host it at Mount Smart. If they lose round the first round of finals, they'll host the following week. But I think it's at Eden Park. Right. And to answer your question, I think it's actually – I'd love to see it at Mount Smart. Yeah. But its capacity is 25,000. Eden Park's fifty. So it allows more Kiwi fans yep. to to be able to see them live in a final. So outside of profit, seven two four, I think it's I think it's it's even better that we get to see more. It's another text on double eight double three from our, our, our Kiwi friends tonight. Um, by the way, Tommy Weaver, the young um, Titans halfback on the we, show tonight. You and Sat, uh, you and Rat spoke yeah. to him earlier in the week. We were talking about him last night. We didn't we didn't, didn't get, get to, to the interview last night, but in saying. Uh, He's got a really good insight into his first game and how he watched Nathan Cleary. It's 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 a good, honest insight, actually, which a lot of players would be a little bit cliched and say, no, I wasn't worrying about his game. I was worrying about my game. He, yep. he admitted he watched things in his game that he's going to take into his, which oh, I thought good. was really cool. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, Cobra and Estate brings you the good oil, uh, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. Uh, on behalf of Daddy Vass, our producer, mm-hmm. um, he's he's got some issues with his fantasy footy uh, this weekend, and he said to he said to both of us before we came on air, mate, what, what do you do? I take Stephen Crichton so to, or Will Warbrick to explain to people who don't understand what footy, fantasy footy is? You've got to pick players in positions 
and their involvements in the game accumulate an amount of points. So he's got a dilemma, hasn't he? Mm. Before we get to his dilemma, and we'll get the... Well, I just said it. And we'll get the listeners to maybe make the selection for him. Mm. 045. It's a good question, this. 0457 736 736 or 8833 New Zealand. First and foremost, before we get to that, the name of his team oh, no. is called Big Dogs Wolfpack. What? So, hang on a sec. What? Hang yeah. on a second. Mark, hang on, hang on. Mark from Quakers Hills ringing to hang. We'll put him on hold. Daddy, get in here, please. Because we got to, we, the reason why he's got his nickname Daddy Vass is because that's his TikTok handle, Daddy Vass. Now, the name of his cool fantasy footy team is Big Dogs Wolfpack. What's going on with you? <laughs> what's going on with you, mate? What's, what's Big Dogs Wolfpack? And who is Big Dog? Mate, we're, uh, we're in the grand final. So it's a, it's a so very important round. Answer the question. Who's Big Dog? Who's Big Dog? It's the team. Can you stop rubbing your chin up against the microphone? You're on the radio. I'm doing a rat here. Yeah, big, just don't. So you guys are the Big Dogs. Yeah, big the, dogs, the big dog pack. Yeah. How many of you? Uh, how many of you in the wolf pack? Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Nah. It was. Can you? It was a high school pack. Can you only? Can be, you stop doing that? You can only be big dogs or a wolf pack. You can't be both. Can no. You? No. Yeah. You can't be big dogs wolf pack. It's just we're the big dogs. Could or you imagine? We're that? the wolf pack. Could you imagine them? The diamond dogs off Ted Lasso. <laughs> That's what they are. So your dilemma is what? You've got to make a selection out of as yeah, you so were saying. The grand final kicks off tonight. Yeah. Um, so you don't do the last round because a lot of teams change yeah, their players. A lot, yeah. of ta- a, lot of they, a lot of the best teams take their players out next round. So Let's come, hope the Panthers don't for South Sydney's sake. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm tossing up between my final winger position. Yep. Do I take Will Warbrick? So they're yep. versus the Titans. Okay, yeah. So I think there's going to be a lot of points for the Storm on offer. Or Stephen Crichton tonight. In the centres. Yeah, against, against the Eels. Mm. Mm. Will Warbrick's been in outstanding form. I'm going to say Will Warbrick. He scored a triple last – had a trick last weekend, didn't he? Yeah. He did, first half. Now, I, I think I think based on the – the um, who they're coming up against, Pen, Parramatta, even though they haven't got Mitchell Moses, they seem, to, they seem to rise for the occasion for some reason. Parramatta, they're a little bit of a – um, well, you know that you, you would have played in a lot of these clashes. Yeah, and uh, there's so much passion involved, especially in the stands as well. But um, I think, yeah, Will Warbrick. I'd go Warbrick. What do you think, listeners? Warbrick mm. or Crichton? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What should the big dog wolf pack? Oh my god, mate! You are you're a disgrace. Hey, imagine, that, if you, imagine what was he? What would his name be on Tinder if you're single? Could you imagine it? It'd be Daddy, wouldn't it? Well, he looks like Jeffrey Dahmer with that bush dark hair. <laughs> what is it with our producers, Jack, who, little Jack, who's yep. now back from Ireland? Yeah, he looked like Harry Potter. Yeah, he did. This one looks like Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer. Yeah. So why can't you all be good looking I like don't us? Not. <laughs> also, I've picked up on something. What? Sats wears the same shirt every week, nearly, oh. nearly every day. Me and the me and the video guy have picked up on it. That one's a new one. That that one's a new one. But there this is, is grape colour. Yeah, yeah. There is a shirt that you wear like gray three shirt time, three times a week. Do you know I've got like three or four plain grey shirts? You can't have more than one shirt the same colour. <laughs> Do you, you know, know I'm wearing exactly apart from undies? I'm wearing exactly the same clothes as yesterday. <sighs> Did you wash them? No, you sniff test, mate. Isn't that right? Take them off True, the end yeah. of the day. Well, pick I don't them up. wear any, so it doesn't okay. matter. No, I'm not talking uh, about undies. I'm oh, talking about okay. the clothes. <laughs> what? You don't wear undies? <laughs> what? Like, that's the big thing. <laughs> Who else oh. doesn't wear undies? Double eight, double three. You watch this explode. Mm. You're in boxes, are you? No. You're boxes, man. Are no. you free? Free? Yeah. 
Oh, my God. How do you do that after you've done a poo? <laughs> like, what happens? Come on. Come, you're saying to me, come on. You're not, I'm not wearing undies. Hey, on this day. I'm not sitting in that chair. On this day, 1963. You're gross. The famous photo of Norm Proven and Arthur Summons was taken. It's called the Gladiators ah. after the 63 grand final in the mud, which the Dragons won eight points to three. That's nice. Famous, yeah. famous trophy. Used to be the Winfield Cup. Yeah, trophy, that's right. Yeah. Until Laurie Daly dropped it. Famous. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> right. Right. That's the good oil. Uh, I don't even know what we're talking about with the the good oil. Thanks to our mates at Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. You're a disgrace. Why? You're a disgrace. Why? You you got to wear undies. No, you don't. After you, after it all. What about chafe? Don't get chafe. You use baby powder, don't you? <laughs> olive oil. <laughs> Cobra Mistake. Cobra olive oil. Very good plug, yeah. yes. We'll send that one to, to the company. All right, break time. When we come back, uh, we'll have Tommy Weaver. You and Rat spoke to him earlier in the week. This is Sports Day. I'm so sorry. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a we moment. We keep looking towards the future. Tom Weaver, former Australian schoolboy, proudly a homegrown halfback. Look at the <laughs> smile. He's so excited. There's uh, Randall. They're working that way. Weaver's kicking on play three. Turns Jack. Oh, Jack has put a shove. He put a shove on Khan Pereira. Kelly. Oh, what a play. Oh, they've done rope and dope. The Titans. Yeah, this young man, well, both you and I, Rad, have been watching him for a number of years mm. now, coming through the, the juniors on the Gold Coast. He's an exciting young player, Australian schoolboy, also the Andrew Johns Cup winner and captain in 2019, a student of the uh, the much-celebrated Palm Beach Crumbin High yeah. Gold Coast, which has produced uh, many NRL players, and he played his debut on the weekend. Tommy Weaver for the Gold Coast Titans. It's about time. On the sports day. You've been banging on about it for <laughs> oh, weeks, haven't you? Yes. Here he is. Tommy Weaver, how are you, mate? Yeah, good thanks, guys. Um, yeah, happy to be here. Cheers for having me on. No, no thanks for coming on. I, I bet even though you're coming off the the back of a defeat against the back-to-back premiers, you you got to be excited about finally getting there. And I've seen a lot of photos of you, Tommy, as, as a kid coming through. And um, the Gold Coast Titans, being at Palm Beach Corumbin and, and being a local school, was the Gold Coast Titans always the team that you always, I suppose, dreamt about playing first grade for? Yeah, hundred percent. Look, I um I remember when the Titans come into the comp back in um, two thousand and seven and stuff, and I I went for the Titans all throughout all my childhood and always watched the Titans and um yeah, being a local junior, it was a great experience to be able to pull the Titans jersey on in the first grade game against the Penrith Panthers on the weekend. So yeah, it was definitely a dream come true. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. So so tell us, you you got tapped on the shoulder, told you playing first grade. Who was the first, What was the first phone call you made? Yeah, um, I, tr- I, tr- I tried to call my dad the first time. I, I, he didn't answer the first two times, but um, I, I held off on calling mum. I wanted him to be the first one that I, I, I told that I was um, debuting, so I held off. And then the third phone call, he picked up, and yeah, I just let him know that um, yeah, I was making my debut, and he was over the moon. And then yeah, from there, just called mum and let her know what was going on, and yeah, she was stoked as well. So no, it was, it was a pretty cool moment. Yeah, there, there was some great vision of you with your family after the game. It uh, looked like there was a few tears shed. Your dad looked proud as punch, mate. With the, what was said in that little embrace? 
Yeah, he just said, "Look, mate, um, he was he was stoked. He was yeah, as you could probably see in the footage, he was just over the moon. I think he was a little bit lost for words, to be honest. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, yeah, no, it was it was a really cool moment to share with um my mum, my dad, and my little sister as well. So no, it was, it was really good. Yeah, you've almost got to take yourself away from the result, don't you, when you make yeah, your debut 100%. and 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 have that little moment of glory with those people that have got you there as well. Now, Tommy, for some, it's the announcement from the first grade coach you're going to play first grade and. Others, it may be getting smashed by a certain player. It might be the crowd when you run out and hear the, the local crowd. Nearly 20,000 there on Saturday night. So, for Tommy Weaver, what was your first welcome to the NRL moment? Is there something that made you say, wow, I'm finally here? Yeah, to be honest, I, went, I got a bit of an offload from Phil Sammy. And, oh, actually, no, probably my first tackle. Um, it was the first set they we kicked off to them and... Um, Lou, I just gave, gave the back row early ball and I just went in to go low and he just hit me straight, just dropped the hip straight into me. <laughs> went straight over the top of me and I was like, holy, holy shit. And Phil Sammy was on the wing and he's like, you're right, mate, you're right. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. Got yeah. back on side. Yeah, good stuff. I remember when and, I... Uh, there, was a, there was another... Yeah. There was another one where I freaking got an offload from Phil and um, I skipped across field and looked up and Liam Martin and Spencer Lina were in front of me. <laughs> So I had nowhere else to go. So I just had to tuck it under the wing and hope for the best. And, yeah, they um they laid me out pretty well. Oh, that's great. That's great. I remember when I first played my first first grade game, I ran on the field against Parramatta and I looked up and I saw Brett Kenny. Yeah. I said, I just want to get tackled by Are Brett Kenny. Are you that Kenny. old? Yeah, 1992. Oh, wow. Wow. I just want to get tackled by <laughs> Brett Kenny. And I fulfilled my fulfilled nice. my dream. You ran yeah. straight at him and laid now, in front of him. You've uh, been playing really well for Tweed Seagulls in the Host Plus Cup, the Queensland Cup. So... Q Cup to the NRL. Did you notice a big difference in the speed and contact? Yeah, uh, not so much. Well, the contact a little bit, but I think the um, just the speed of the games that 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 really surprised me. I think like in the first fifteen minutes, I was out of my feet and I was like, "Holy, I don't know how I'm going to get through this 80. But um, yeah, definitely, definitely the speed of the game, just how much time the ball was in play, just going back and forth, sort of thing. I think that was the the biggest surprise for me, but. Um, yeah, and then also the yeah the contact and the physicality of it was a bit of, a little bit of a step up, not much, but yeah, you could definitely see there was a little bit of a difference. Yeah, mate, mate, I I um I watched you play in the trial match. I think you played against the Dolphins at the start of the year. Um, yep, yep. And I, I thought you played superbly. I've been I've been screaming for you to get your start. He has pri- prior to this prior to this week. So I'm I'm taking some credit. All right, I'm, manager I'm sitting some, right next to me right it's, now. It's got nothing. It's got nothing to do with your play. It's been all me screaming from the rafters. But mate, well done. But listen, there's no big introduction to, to first grade. Then you know you're coming up against the back-to-back premiers. Um, you're coming up coming up against you know probably the best number seven in the comp. Um, did you did you learn anything from from being out there with him and and seeing him how he controlled a game or were you too focused on what you were doing at the time? Yeah, look, I, I, I was a bit focused on what I was doing, but the little things that I could take away from what he did well was he just spoke really well and he was really um, how do I say it? He was really um, honest with his players, like he could tell them what they were doing right and what they were doing wrong right then and there, and then they would just switch on and fix it. And um, definitely his kicking game. Like every every time he kicks a ball, it's precision. Like he just nails it every single time. So I think he would put a fair bit of work into that. And that's something that I'll definitely I'm happy. I'm definitely looking at going forward is how much work 
I want to put into my game as well to be able to be like that. Um, but yeah, that was, that was definitely the big takeaways I t- took away from Berth and Nathan out there. That's that's great insight, isn't it? it? Is. And it's it's great that you were able to take that in and absorb that, Tommy, and and learn from it as well. Was there? I know you don't want to celebrate your opposition, but I mean, let's be honest. He's a he's a pretty cool player, Nathan. Mm. You know, and did, uh, during the week when yeah. you knew you were going to play Penrith, was there was there a small party that sort of said, "How cool is this? I'm about to play Nathan Cleary." Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like when um when I found out I was playing, you know, like I looked at the draw, and then you could look at the team list and see my name match up against his name in the number seven. It was a, it was a bit of a pinch me moment sort of thing. I was like, wow, radio, here we go. Um, so yeah, no, it was definitely a cool cool moment. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. I mean, there was a there was a halfback that used to play for Australian rugby, a guy named Nick Far Jones, yeah, yeah. and I watched him uh, play Wales in 1991, I think it was, in at Ballymore, and we we're on the sideline just watching the game, and and he was behind the, a mall, a rolling mall, and the way he was talking to his forwards, he was so clear mm. and so precise. There was no animation, there was nothing crazy. Quick it was messages, just really clear, precise messaging yeah. to his teammates, um, and and you know, obviously. They listen a little better when you're not yelling in their ears. So, um, mate, it, it doesn't yeah, get any e- doesn't get any easier for you. you. You're down to Melbourne this week against you know the powerhouse that is the Melbourne Storm. Um, uh, is is there anything that you'll do differently this week, or are you just going to work on what? I mean, you did some really good things. You put um, please Haas over yeah. for the first try. Um, are there some things that you need to work on this week to to try to I guess better that performance? Yeah, look, definitely one thing that I always want to try and improve is my defence. Obviously, not not a not a big sort of fella, so obviously I know I'm going to be a bit of a target in the defensive line. So yeah, that's definitely something that I'll, I've really tried to work hard on this year is my defence with Brett White. So um, just my first up contact and trying to get stay in front and win win as many tackles as I possibly can. So that's definitely something for, uh, going forward that I'm really trying to work on and. Yeah, just playing with as much confidence as I can. Like Jimmy Lenahan sort of said, go out there and play play your sort of footy. Just be un- unpredictable and just play footy. Like he said, there's nothing to lose at the moment. Like we can't make finals. So he said, just go out there and just play your game. Which yeah. has given me a lot of confidence to go out there and do that. Well, it looked like you were doing that on the weekend. It was really impressive, mate. I, I will say in the defensive side of things, when you're a small guy and you're playing in the halves, my theory was if you just stand in front of them, and, and create sort of like a bit of a speed hum. Hold on where you can and yeah, your yeah. mates will come and help. Yeah, exactly. Just do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. Just get in front Definitely. of them, mate. You're doing well. Well, as, as Rat would tell you, the inside defender is your most important oh, friend in the group. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I had a handy one in Greg Bird. He looked yeah. after me for a while. <laughs> hey, 100%. Hey, Tom, uh, Kieran Foran coming to the club, obviously has played with one of the great modern-day halves in, in Daly Cherry Evans as well. What's he been like before your first grade debut? Just being able to train with him every day and taking as much information as possible. Has he been really good with your young halves like yourself and Tanner Boyd? Yeah, he's been massive. He's he's been really good for us. Like I think even the the training stuff that like you do at training where it's like last year you'd sort of come in and little drills and stuff, but it wouldn't be competitive, whereas he's come in this year and said, nah, in a game, it's going to be competitive. So you make everything that you're doing a competition that you want to win. So he, he's the competitiveness that he brings to the team and that he just rubbed off on me and Tanner and uh, other halves and stuff like that. It, it's been enormous. And, yeah, he's, he's been really good to um, have at our club and work with him, I guess, and work as much as possible. Well, the only advice that Rat and I can give you is that even though you're young and you're 
um, the only very early into your first grade career is don't be intimidated by the experienced players. They want a halfback tells them what to do. Mm. So I'm sure you'll find your voice very, very soon, Tommy. And we're, we're really we're stoked to see you finally get your Absolutely. first grade debut last week. And, and good luck this week in Melbourne, which is an exciting place to play at Amy Park. It's one of my favourite grounds. And thank you very much, mate, for joining us on Sports Day. Good luck this weekend. No, cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. Yeah, it certainly does. Racing is uh, continuing every day across the Sunshine State. Chris Nelson uh, is joining us now. Nelson? Good evening, Chase. Good evening, Sats. You seem like you were preoccupied then. Yeah. Mm. What were you up to? <laughs> I was waiting for I was waiting for Jace to say something else, and he just sort of stopped. He stopped short. Well, mate, that's uh, that's my life right there for you. Hey, listen, busy week in Queensland. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about the Cairns Cup. That's going to be that's the feature race. But uh, the Batuta it is. is it the Batuta Cup as well happening this weekend? <laughs> It is the Batuta Cup, but if you uh, if you want to have a bet on the Batuta Cup, Jase, you're going to have to get in the car or whatever mode of transport you like and, and get out there because it's not a TAB meeting, so you won't be able to uh, to get a bet on otherwise. But I can tell you there's six races at Batuta, and the Cup is race number five at 4.20. Is that the Batuta Advocate uh, Cup? Is that the, is the much set? <laughs> Where is it? Near Birdsville. <laughs> Right, okay. So mm. that's a few long necks in it's the car, long isn't it? Way yeah. away. <laughs> if we leave now, that, we should get that there. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense because Birdsville's on next weekend. So oh, uh, wow. yeah, I it's uh, obviously well a bit of a pipe opener for uh, for Birdsville. But um Have we boys yeah, have we mate. just invented the daily double bucket list? The Batuta Cup followed yeah. by the Birdsville. Won't yeah. even have to shower for a week. Exactly. Well it's no different to your <laughs> Weekly routine, weekly as routine as it is. Yeah. So let, let's focus on the Cairns Cup. It's it's the start of a pretty big racing season in Cairns, isn't it? Because the the amateurs is a couple of weeks away. Spot on, Jase. Yeah, the amateurs is two weeks away. So what we'll see on Saturday is Namazoo trying to win his second Cairns Cup uh, in succession. Of course, he won the race last year. Uh, then he'll go on, all being well, and tackle the amateurs. And if he can win all three, the Townsville, the Cairns, and the Cairns amateurs, he'll He'll, uh, he'll do what the Horovian did a few years ago by winning all three. We know how much of a legend the Horovian was. So yep. good luck to Ryan Wiggins. Good luck to Connections. Good luck to everyone uh, on Saturday. Through your massive hours of research for this weekend, mm-hmm. what numbers am I putting down? Nelson, I'll give tell you what, Sats, uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a very, very hard meeting at uh, Doombin. i be totally honest with you. He's I struggled no to research. find a standout bet. But no, no, I have. I've done. I've done a lot, but it hasn't helped me. I will give you race seven, number six. This is probably named Sats after Jace. Yep. The player. Yeah, true. The player. True. Yeah. Um, and you'll you'll probably get decent odds. You won't get. It won't be short. So uh, something uh, decent there for the player. Each way did run really well a couple of weeks ago. Flashed through between runners. Probably should have won. So race seven, number six, the player. And look, race six, number seven, Vodka Martini just keeps on winning. Bit of a tougher task on Saturday, but the inside gate's a big help and not that short in the market. So I think he's still probably at, you know, at black figures at least. 
is worth a bet. So six, seven, and seven, six. Can you tell me what a black figure is? Can you educate me? Yeah, well, it's not well, it's not in the red, as in odds on. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> odds, odds on is red figures. We gotcha. don't want any of those. Sats, you won't know this, and nor will our listeners, but when I was on my deathbed last week, yeah. uh, Nelson came to my rescue with mm-hmm. a couple of really good tips. Really? Um, what was that horse, Nelson, that you've been tipping week in, week out, and it finally won on its last run? What was it last April week? in Augusta. April in Augusta. That's his, that's his horse. Is that your own? It is. Well, yes. finally won, mate. Yes. Well done. You're in the money. <laughs> no, no, she's uh, she's won a couple of races now, but uh, no, she uh, that was excellent. She won the last race last Wednesday at Eagle Farm, and she'll be running again in a couple of weeks. So looking forward to that. Good stuff, mate. All right, check out yeah. racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, Nelson. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Well, it looks like you've adjusted to the boxers. Well, I would go as far as that. <laughs> you went back to the jockeys? Wrong again. <laughs> oh, no. And that's how I felt. That's exactly how I felt when you broke the news on the show tonight that you don't wear undies. Mm. It's the sus thing. <laughs> that's what it is. Hey, we've got Kiwi Warrior on the phone. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our number. This is going to be about... Wants to talk Warriors. G'day, G'day Kiwi, Kiwi Warrior. Warrior. All good, boys. They, uh, I was just talking to Jeffrey Dahmer, and it's the first time I've talked to a serial killer. He's quite nice. Yeah, he's a nice guy, but that's where they drag you in. See? <laughs> that's it. Exactly. The charisma. That. Hey, I've uh, been a Warriors member since the, since the early days at 95. Yep. But uh, I used to follow Cronulla and North, obviously, with Mark Graham and the Sorensen brothers. Uh, and I sort of think, man, you know, I got on, I got on board uh, with membership again this year, and I have since about 2015, 2016. And you've got to be, a, you've got to be a fan sort of through the thick and thin. It can't just be when, when the boys are doing well. And yeah. but what Wiz is doing with them is just fantastic. I uh, went to that game a couple of weeks ago down there at, uh, at the stadium there in the Titans. Mm-hmm. And man, what a, what an amazing game! And get to meet the boys after the game, which was great. So I uh, met some of the squad. Uh, and the run we're on, I, I guess, you know, it, it's going to be uh, all, all hands on deck. I've already booked my tickets down to Sydney and, uh, and booked a hotel, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm keen as must be. Hey, hey Warry, uh, so what do you think with if they do get a – well, they will get a home semi and they probably have to yep. be at Eden yep. Park. Are you okay with that? I'm, I'm, I'm cool if we take league back home. And as you're saying earlier, Scott, it's sort of about uh, what what the NRL can do for the Warriors since you know that we spent yeah. those two years over here, sort of uh, you know in isolation as such. But uh, I, I think two back home, uh, the fan base is is anything uh, that's, that's good for league, you know, to, to grow it. Because obviously, you know, we're, we're the, the ugly sister of the you know the old Hugby. But uh, and on mm-hmm. that on that. On that sort of subject of uh, Hanson, I, I sort of look at it like how uh, we did back in two two zero eight with Cooney and, and uh, Mr Bennett. Yeah, true. Sort of, sort of similar, right? Eh? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, the, the, the boys, the boys are experts. Get the best fellas in and 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 try and do your best. Whether or not it'll, it'll work with the union, I don't know because I don't, I don't really follow that game. I'm I'm a true leaguey, so uh, I'm just I'm just hopeful the Warriors do well and uh, anything that comes off the back of that. It grows the game. I'd, I'd love to see them sign Webster for, for 10 years, like old Bellamy or, or Bennett. And, uh, you know, just, just have, have it so the Warriors are, are in, in the perspective that uh, the, the 
uh, growing and the, and the fans get on board. Eh? Great to have a, a, a passionate Kiwi uh, Warriors supporter on the line. Thank you, Good Kiwi stuff, Warrior. Warrior. Mark from Quakers Hill, mate, you got something you want to you want to chat about New Zealand rugby? It's like a New Zealand show tonight. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I could get away with that because I'm half Kiwi myself. My mum was from New Zealand. I lived over there for 15 years. So I thought I'd ring in and give you guys a bit of a uh, heads up on sporting rivalries within New Zealand. You were talking about it earlier and just wondering what's what over there. Basically, the easiest to understand is if there's any team from the North Island going against any team from the South Island, it's a simple North versus South rivalry. Yep. In In terms of rugby league, the whole country gets behind the Warriors. In terms of rugby union... Uh, it's a many and varied thing, but I'll try and break it down as simply as I can. Can you do it in 30 seconds, mate, please? I I can do it in 30 seconds. Basically, anybody uh, south of Auckland, they hate Aucklanders, so they will support any team playing the Blues because they reckon any person north of the Bombay (laughs) Hills where Auckland is is a latte-drinking wimp. It's like the Roosters. And then you've got Auckland... You've got Auckland versus Wellington. You've got the Chiefs versus Auckland or Wellington in the North Island. And in the South Island, it's pretty easy. Anything north of uh, Christchurch, you're a Crusaders supporter. Anything south of Christchurch, you're a Highlanders supporter. Right. So they easy. have a very filthy rivalry between them. So that's Beauty. about it. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it, mate. Stuff. No problem. Cheers. Bye. Thanks. Bye. There we go. Mark from Quakers Hill. Filling us in on uh, rivalries in NZ. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Uh, or double eight double three in New Zealand. Sats, let's get through a few. Uh, tell Vasso and his band of merry men not to pick Crichton. <laughs> He'll get smashed tonight. Um, Wolfpack, Daddy Vass, go Will Warbrick. Pretty even with Crichton in this year's tries, but will likely have more runs and more run metres than Crichton being a winger. That's from Michael. That's a really it's a good point. I still can't get over the wolf pack. Mm. And St. Boyd, 2HD, says, on with you, Sats, only one layer from the waist down. No Reggies or Knickers in some cases, unless it's the doctor's appointment. 100%. What, what are you getting your pants off every time you go to the doctor's? No, I, I wear... What doctor you go I to? I wear, like, briefs, tight tights, you know, like... I don't know what they're called. You what wear tights? Tight boxer things. Like, I, I do... Jockeys. Jockeys, yeah. So I do, like, jiu-jitsu, and you've got to wear that one of those geese. Yeah. And you can't wear nothing underneath those because. So do you, do you, do you ever go to the shops and a pair of old footy shorts and no undies? I'm like, nah. You'll catch it. You'll catch pneumonia, mate. Ammonia. Pneumonia. <laughs> pneumonia. <laughs> Shut up, mate. Don't You're wear footy shorts anymore. For footy shorts anymore. Okay. Mm. Yeah. What else? Uh, guys, we're going to get to actually nine seven zero. We're going to get to a player that you mentioned who's making his debut tonight. And also, hi, boys. I will be following the Aussies in the rugby. I only wish I understood the rules of the game. Oh, there's half the players do, too. Mm. This whole northern, southern hemisphere. So what, what, what because it's in France, France, Francois. No, France. It's Francois. It's not France. Uh, are they playing under, what rules? Are they playing under northern hemisphere rules in the World Cup? No, the World Cup has its own set of rules. So there's another set. Mm. Well, it's sort of, I think it mainly follows oh, the done. northern hemisphere. I'm done. Jamie G G says, can you guys please talk rugby league for God's sake? Well, you don't like Sats' free-balling stories? No, talking about rugby. Oh, right, okay. Hey, here's one from 970 before we go to the break. Jason Demetrio Swayze says to Latrell Mitchell, nobody puts baby in the corner. (laughs) Enough's enough.
When we come back, we're going to preview Thursday night footy. It's a beauty. It's oh. a sellout. <laughs> At the foot of the mountains, Panthers versus Eels. We'll get Sats's view on that game next. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Certainly is Scotty Sattler. Jason Matthews here Thursday nights. Uh, SCN League not too far away as we preview that game tonight. It's the warm-up segment. Thanks to Ream, except nothing less than Australia's best Ream. And before you get into your preview this game, Sats, uh, 970 on the text. Big up says, how good is Panthers? 18-year-old young gun Jesse McLean making his debut tonight at fullback. Yeah, he's, he's an exciting young man, this man. He went to Newington College at Rugby Union, but he actually comes from the Dune side Another area, one. Which is out the western parts of of uh, of Sydney. So Dune side, around that area, played his rugby league. He's a tremendous story. Now, Stephen Crichton's going to the uh, the Bulldogs, which which they didn't want him to go because he's so important to their playing group, so popular with their playing group, and he's a hell of a player as well. But him going, they're concerned but not as concerned because they've got this young Jesse McLean coming through. He's playing fullback tonight. He's an exceptional player. He is as fast as you will see any of the players in the competition. He's only 18 years of age, so I'm not expecting a lot. Seeing he's playing for Penrith, I expect him. Will expect to see how fast he actually is. He's really exciting to watch this kid. Um, I can't wait to see him play tonight, and a great debut as well at home. I always feel as though if you get the opportunity to debut players at home, it just makes it easier with your preparation. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, look out for this kid. Now, last week's game. This is how dangerous they are as a side, Penrith. Last week they won. They got 40 on the board against the Gold Coast. And the Gold Coast challenged them. They were really unpredictable, which you've got to be against. The Texas. last 20 minutes, they ran away with it, wasn't it? And I was thinking, oh, why are they so flat? Because they stayed the whole week on the Gold Coast. Party. Well, they weren't partying. They were sunbaking. They were going uh, stand-up paddleballing, <laughs> playing golf. They were in holiday, so they were mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh. in saying that, uh, this game tonight, I've got Panthers winning by 14 points. Okay, always good games against the yeah, Eels. Yeah, yeah. Interesting to see how the Eels go again without any Mitch no Moses. No Dylan Edwards. And no Dylan Edwards yeah. for, the, for the Panthers. That's our warm-up segment. Thanks to Ream, except nothing less than Australia's best. And install a Ream, Australia's favourite hot water, Satsy. That's been another week of Sports Day. You'll be back on Monday night with the Rat. Interesting to see what he's yelling out and mm-hmm. whose food he'll steal <laughs> next week. It's been confirmed he stole my noodles. Mm. He, he admitted to it, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Thursday night football, not too far away. SCN League, the Panthers and the Eels. Have the yourself riff. a good Thursday night. See you, Satsy.